your source for cruise news and planning. From Royal to Disney, this is Rope Drop on Deck. Welcome to another Rope Drop on Deck. I am Doug McKnight, and I'm here with Michelle McKnight. Michelle, we have a guest this week, but before we get to that, we had a busy week, didn't we? Yeah, it's the end of um, fall sport and activity season, so wrapping up cross-country and wrapping up marching band. Yeah, so we had district cross-country that we hosted here, so that was nice. It was local. Yep, and Alden and his team qualified for state, so that will be this Friday. I have the day off. Woohoo! Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we got to go out to Kearney, Nebraska. Where there's no cell phone service. No, no cell phone service. It's annoying. And Nebraska, like where we live, super hilly, steep hills. But um, you go west and it gets, you know, like what everybody thinks, it gets flat. So we're out in the middle of Nebraska where it's perfectly flat, except the cross-country course is like the only hills out there. Which is good for our team because we do well on hills. Yes, we run hills all the time in practice because you can't not run hills in Plattsmouth, Nebraska. And then marching band, they got a one yesterday. That's the highest you can get. Yeah. There's no winning. No winning, <laughs> just losing. They got a one. So um, Sam, have... Alden, and Claire all did good. Sam did well with her solos. And we have state marching band on Saturday. So, so a week of state stuff. And a home football game on Friday night, too. Because So next Sunday when we record, if we sound really tired, that is why. All right, let's move it along. Let's talk about Apple Podcast Review. Leave us a five-star review. I will read it on air and most likely mispronounce your name like this week. All right, it is by Apostolic Mommy 04. So Apostol, Apostol, Apostolip, like into the world mom of four. Apocalyptic. There you go. Right? No, there's no... I don't know what that means. Aeropostal. Isn't that a store? It used to be. I don't think it is anymore. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, a puzzle of them. Oh, four. All right. They wrote title fun to get an honest comparison. They compare multiple cruise lines with fresh and honest opinions that are helpful, especially when planning a cruise. That's the goal. So thank you. That's exactly what we're shooting for here. So um, today, though, we're not going to compare cruise lines. We're going to compare, oh, excursions. And to talk about excursions, we brought on someone that's currently planning excursions for a Western Mediterranean cruise. And whether you're going to the Med or the Caribbean, I feel like Eastern Mediterranean. Yes, Eastern Mediterranean cruise. I need North, South, East, West, all tricky. So we're bringing on Joe from Back to the Mouse and we're going to help plan his excursions. Welcome aboard, Joe. Can I just tell the ship where I want to go instead of just going where it wants to go? I mean, I, Eastern, Eastern, Western, what difference does it make? It's, it's, great. it's great to talk to you guys again. In my defense, you start in the Western Caribbean, or Mediterranean, not Caribbean. Be oh my gosh. Cruise. Well, those do happen. So anyway... We're going to go on to the word of the day. We're Feel free to jump in, Joe, if you have opinions on the word of the day. It's everyone's favorite part. Word of the day, Michelle. Stabilizer. So ship stabilizers are fins or rotors mounted beneath the waterline and emerging laterally from the hull to reduce a ship's roll due to wind or waves. Yeah. I don't think I have much more to say about that, right? 
stabilizers. I'm glad they're there, right, Joe? Uh, yes, yes. The rocking and rolling is yeah. not necessary. I, I would think almost all modern cruise ships have those. I think, aren't they a requirement now? I, I mean, if they want paying passengers, sure. I don't know. All right, stabilizers. There you go. Word of the day. All right, now for some cruise news brought to you by backtothemouse.com. Uh, Joe of backtothemouse.com. Anything new and exciting on backtothemouse.com? No, we're kind of at a lull right now between cruises, but um, hopefully if everything goes well, we're due for a couple cruises coming up here, so we'll have lots of new content soon. Yes, you, you got a New Year's cruise, but not with us. No, because you and Wes from DCL uh, Dude picked the wrong cruise ship for your New Year's Eve cruise. <laughs> I mean, that is one way you could yeah, say it. Yeah, I you're agree. right. Yeah. <laughs> we, I think we went the cheaper route. I don't know. I mean, yes, yeah. but. New Year's cruises aren't cheap no matter what you do. No. The less expensive route. But it's shorter. That's the only reason why. Yeah. 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 All right. Enough of, enough of that. On to the news. We're going to start out with talking about port number restrictions because, you know, I like to talk about those, don't I, Michelle? Um, so yes, he does. Yes. So there was a guy in Sitka that was trying to pass a resolution through petition uh, to limit the number of passengers in Sitka and also create a port district that would have more paperwork and more limits on things. And I remember at the time when we talked about it, Michelle, you were like, how would that even work? Those rules already kind of right. You remember questioning this whole thing? Yeah, I, I didn't think it would pass. I didn't it think didn't. They would get enough signatures. It did not. So it failed. Um, also, the city said, yeah, none of this could actually be enforceable as that's something that would have to happen on the state level. Um, so the I read a newspaper article and a couple other things. and It was kind of confusing to know whether he got 40 signatures or 40 signatures more than he needed. I'm not 100 percent sure, but the city said, like, this petition's illegal. Thanks, but no thanks. Go away. The city seems perfectly happy to keep increasing crews revenue as they should i think right money is money yeah all right moving on this one i'll let uh, you guys talk about so disney announced the stage show that's coming to the disney treasure and it's a moana stage show what level of excitement are we here i'm like i'm not i'm not a very excited person normally but this excites me so i like i like moana it's perfect if we can't get a restaurant themed after Moana, I'm glad at least we get a stage show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, over under, Joe, you're on the third, fourth sailing of the ship. Which one is it? Which I like to refer to it as the inaugural back to the mouse uh, sailing on the <laughs> Disney treasure. Uh, I think it's the... I think it's the fourth because isn't the third one a DVC sailing? Oh, Yes. Yep. Okay, so yeah. fourth sailing over under. What are the odds? I guess. I don't know if that's an over under. That this show is actually ready in time for the inaugural back to the mouse sailing on the Disney treasure. I feel like this one's going to be, I mean, if they don't have this ready, there's going to be some very, very mad people. Well, I'm going to take an approach from Doug and go to guest services immediately and tell him vacation ruined. I need another 50% off coupon. Uh, but, but having said all that, I think that they will have it ready. I mean, I think they were saying that, um, that they had a lot more time between when the ship is supposed to be ready and when they're actually doing the 
the maiden voyage for it versus the wish the wish was really tight and i think they said that the treasure is a lot there's a lot more uh slack time in there hopefully there's so much room that they'll have like media cruises invite all of us (laughs) hilarious i think michelle might have a chance of getting on there but i don't see i don't see my invitation coming (laughs) i I highly doubt me either, but I can hope because I would like to see this, but I don't, I don't have time for a seven night cruise. Well, you, on in, in this, January, yeah. feel, feel free to send your representative. Uh, you know, I can, I can make time for <laughs> all the important travel agent uh, scannings and surveys. Excellent. All right. Well, that is the cruise news. So on to the show. Basically, what to do in the Eastern Mediterranean. So we're going to go through Joe's itinerary. It's an exciting one. Um, And it starts out in Barcelona, where you really don't do excursions in Barcelona, but you you have to do something before you arrive on the ship. Right, Joe? Uh, Yeah, we're going to be there for, I want to say, three or four uh, days before the ship leaves. Um, That's that's a pretty good amount of time. It mainly had to do with the flights and when we could get the flights um, and also making sure that we, we could get in and get properly adjusted to the, to the time change and everything. We definitely didn't want to, um, we did, definitely didn't want to get there a day beforehand and then spend the whole trip jet lagged. And is, this is your first family trip to Europe. Like the girls haven't been to Europe. Uh, not for, I mean, in all practical sense, no, they haven't. The, uh, my oldest one has, uh, went to, uh, England with us once, but she was so little, she doesn't remember it. So this is a, this is our first big overseas trip, I would say. Awesome. So we're starting out in Barcelona. What, uh, type of excursions, I mean, cause planning your sights and sounds of Barcelona, what, uh, what do you have planned there or what questions do you have about Barcelona? Well, so we're staying at an Airbnb and, um, you know, I'm a little bit, uh, not, not having extensively traveled in Europe. I'm a little bit concerned about getting to our Airbnb and then eventually getting to the ship. Um, I know that we want to see, uh, the cathedral in Barcelona. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce it. My pronunciation of most things is horrible. Uh, do you want to try, Michelle? I, I feel like you should. Sagrada de Familia. No, <laughs> yeah. Familia de Sagrada. Did I say it backwards? I, I can't remember. That, that's the place we want to go, yes. And yeah. so so that's, I think that's one of our big things. But we have enough time that we can, uh, you know, that we can definitely do that. And then I think we're pretty open for everything else um, for Barcelona. Yeah, that is like the huge highlight. And it, it was like a entry ticket. It was a whole process getting in, but it is 100% worth it for sure. Um, highlight of Barcelona. Yeah, right? I mean, it's just, it's beautiful. And I feel like we were rushed through it. I mean, we, we only had like a day and a half in Barcelona. Yeah, and we were exhausted. But I mean, we had we'd done everything. So I feel like we just were a little bit more rushed, but we didn't quite get to enjoy all of the the beautiful colors and the architecture we were like because you got a timed entry and this is before covid timed entry and we were later in the day uh just because that's how 
the tickets worked out with what I got. And uh, they like were closing the gift shop yeah. when we were in. And they're like, Vominos. Except they weren't saying Vominos because they don't speak Spanish there. It was something else. But I think they said Vominos after the other word, like, get out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Nancy found a, a she, she had gone to Florence separately on a different trip. And for uh, when she was there, she found a, uh, uh, like a city pass where you could pick out mm-hmm. several different types of things. And um, she found one for Barcelona as well. So that might be something that we look into to see if it includes, uh, you know, a timed entry for the cathedral. And if there's anything else on the list of included things that, that, that we'd like to do, but we haven't, um, we haven't looked into it a great deal yet. And we need to, like I said, we probably pick, need to pick out two more days of activities, I think for uh, Barcelona. So the there's um the um park thing was the park Gul Gael I don't know how to pronounce it that looks really cool we did not have time to do that but that is all stuff by the same architect that did the Sagrada Familia and that that would be a highlight we also because we're soccer nerds um, we went to Camp No and did the tour there which was actually really cool. Um, also, fun fact that the stadium in Barcelona is the most visited museum in all of Europe. Oh, I the remember your was so big. Yeah, I remember your pictures from from uh, uh, going to the uh, stadium. Yeah, it, like it was actually more than just like, hey, here's the stadium. So it was pretty cool. Learned a lot of history and stuff. I think part of why it's the most visited museum in all of Europe is they count like attendance to soccer games as part of it. There's also a day trip oh, outside of it, outside of Barcelona, but I'm not remembering the name of like Maserat, something like that. Um, there's monks involved. So a lot of people go there. But we went, we had, we went to the market. The market was really cool in Las Ramblas. So mm-hmm. we stayed near Las Ramblas. We were able to walk up and down it quite a few times. The market was really cool. Like if you want to see lots of just ham, like legs hanging around, and that's what prosciutto is. It made it taste different after you walk through that market. <laughs> I don't know that it was better. It was just a little more uh, <laughs> intense. But the market was really cool. We ended up getting a pizza and eating in the back of the market with like the homeless people around us. But no, that was a thing. Um, the pizza was really good. I'm I'm t- telling the truth though. Like yeah. we realized, oh, we're surrounded by homeless people as we ate our pizza. Um, I choose to remember the pizza and the market, and not the. The market was awesome. No one attacked though. us or anything, so it wasn't no, like a scary no, no. situation. It was just we were not I, with the tourists. I'd we got past some, the tourist area. I saw a couple of. I think when we we booked the Airbnb the Airbnb, I saw that uh, they recommended a couple of different like food tours that you could go and do. Um, mm. uh, some of them were obviously tapas uh, tours, but yeah. there was also like a, like a bakery tour, uh, you know, going mm. different bread and, and baked items and uh, everything. So that might be something that we uh, try to squeeze in when we're there too. Yeah. We got breakfast at a bakery, uh, like two blocks away from our, um, apartment we were in and it was no english off the beaten path me using my fingers to attempt to order 
all them making fun of me. Okay, enough of that. That's not an excursion. We're supposed to be talking about I mean, excursions. we're not even on the cruise yet. Let's get on the cruise. We're on Barcelona. We probably have a day at sea. Two days at sea. Probably two days at sea. Then you end up in the Strait of Messini, right? And we're going to stop in Sicily, which we saw from the cruise ship mm-hmm. while we ate at Palo. Uh, we were in that strait, and we went outside, and you can see it. But you get to stop, which seems like a really cool place to go and check out. What are your thoughts on what you want to do in Sicily? Uh, we had looked. We were, we were we were trying to balance out private tours with with Disney tours and and what we wanted to see. And I think for Messina, there was a. Um, I feel like there was a bus trip to. And I, I don't remember the town, and I should have asked Nancy before I looked at this, but there was a bus trip to a town uh, that you could do, and it was apparently some historically significant town, and that's what we were thinking about doing for there. They said that you could get off and you could walk around at the port. Um, I don't want to walk on any active volcanoes. That's one of my rules. What? Um I no also, so you've seen the Netflix show about New Zealand. Got it. Uh, no, but active volcanoes are I, like I, I, I'm super interested in geology. I would like to see an active volcano from afar. I don't need to see the actual lava. So anything that involves an active volcano is is out. Um, we also decided that we didn't want to do any beach excursions on this trip because there was there was more than enough history for us to take in that we didn't need to go to a beach mm-hmm. and we had we had three sea days that we can recover on the boat as well um so i think we were going to go uh take a bus tour of this town we were probably because everyone's over 18 going to do the adult only excursion for it as well yeah there's several other little towns nearby that they do go to like the godfather was filmed in sicily so that's one of the things that they they focus on a lot and um yeah, Mount Etna is in Sicily, and it's uh, pretty close to that port, and a very common excursion is to go look at the volcano. Um, do you think we would have probably just gone and stared at a volcano, unlike Joe? Probably. Yeah, we probably would have. It sounds like something. But we don't have all adults either. No, we so. don't. So the a lot of the food tours are out because a lot of them are like, and you're going to spend time at this vineyard. And that that does not help when you have young kids. So um, there are lots of beaches there, though. That is for sure. So you're not doing any beaches on your trip. Our plan right now is to not do the beaches. All right. I can do do the beaches in this last trip. No, I mean, I kind of figure I can do the beaches in the in the Caribbean. I have a lot more Caribbean cruises planned than I have uh, European cruises planned. Agreed. Agreed. Um, that makes sense. I think that sounds good. There's, you know, city tours, lots of them um, in Sicily, but the uh, volcano is a big attraction. Yeah. Shall we move on? Yep. Next day, you probably have a day at sea, right? Then you um, dock, don't dock, sorry, drop anchor in Santorini. So Santorini is a volcano caldera. So no matter what you do, Joe, here, you're in a volcano. Sorry. It's not active at the moment, I hope. <laughs> um, it does make some water lukewarm. 
Yeah, I don't plan they said to put hot, my... but it was lukewarm. Yeah, yeah, I'm not putting my foot in the water. So, <laughs> um, we, we did. So here we did a uh, what was originally called a sail and snorkel um, when I booked it, and then I noticed that the name of it changed just to a sail and hot water, like springs, hot springs. Yes, hot springs. Yeah. So the water is mostly like 2,000 feet deep outside of the caldera. And that's where you sail around. And so there's really nothing to snorkel because the water just goes straight down. Just no coral or anything. Uh, but we swam into a little hot-ish area. Three of us, four of us did. Yeah, me and the kids. You stayed on the boat. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yep. And it was lukewarm. It was not worth the 100 meter swim to be like, oh, water's warmer here. But it was still fun. The sail was fun. You get to see a lot of the geological aspects of Santorini. But that is not at all what Michelle would have picked, is it? No. I I would have picked like to be able to go see the blue roofs and to explore the city more. So, yeah. And we did not do that. So we made fun of an excursion back when we were looking at excursions. Wait, I know, I know exactly what it is. Yeah, like, is it okay. the is, is it the social media experience? Yeah, mm-hmm. Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> with, with the included selfie stick. Yes. Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. What Michelle would book if we were there again? Yeah. After being there. Yeah. Um. So we booked through the, the cruise line on that because you tender. Uh, but our excursion was not first thing in the morning, so it did not give us an advantage to tendering. No, we had either. to get ourselves over there on our own, actually. That was not not great. So that we, is one thing to remember. You have to tender there. We did go over first thing, though, pretty first thing. Mm-hmm. And we took the cable car. Yeah, if that's yeah, cable car. It's a cable car. Up to the top and that was pretty. Like was that interesting. was that was good, but it's no blue roofs. Also a process. Yeah. The other option is to walk up the zigzag sidewalk with all the donkeys. So, my con- my concern there is I'm a I'm not walking up or down the steps uh mm-hmm. because I'm not uh, <laughs> I basically read stuff where people were slipping or falling or busting their you know, their knees or, or what have you on the steps. I don't want anything to do with the steps. Um, I'm slightly concerned with the cable car coming back down uh, from the standpoint of, is it hard to get, you know, the timing right so you don't miss the ship for the cable car coming down? Like, is there a queue to, 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 to line up for the cable car? And is that a concern? There, a there is bit, a queue. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. the queue to get up the cable car is insane. We got ahead of it, though. We got ahead of it. We were still in a little bit of a line. Yeah. But we got ahead of it. Chaos. It's Italian organized chaos. So, or Greek. But then when we There's came no back, real line. we came back down early because we had to get to our next excursion. But first, we had to go over and eat, get our swimming stuff, and then come back. Yeah. So we came very early. There was no queue, but there was definitely a space for a queue. And if you read anything about it, it can have a queue, a long queue in the afternoon. So when we did get up to the top at first, we were kind of the first non Disney excursion people off the ship. And when we did get up to the top, this is where you meet all your private guides. So if you're doing a private tour, they, for the most part, meet you at the top 
of the cable car area and then walk you around the town that's right there. And then you'd probably get on into a van or coach to go over to the other town to see the blue roofs. So one thing to know if you're booking a private excursion, you're going to meet up there. Not the most convenient thing, but there was a ton of people doing it. Now, at that time, we were still kind of coming out of COVID when we did it. So the company we used several times did not offer excursions in Santorini or Mykonos yet. So we did not. We Plus, I wanted the advantage of tendering with the cruise line, which I did not get. But um, now the company we used before has three different offerings in Santorini. They all look a thousand times better than what we did. I don't think it would take much, actually. I mean, it was fine. It's just we're on a catamaran. We could do so much. We could more. have done a catamaran in Saint Martin, right? right? Like, or the Bahamas. You can do a catamaran sail, right? So I've heard that there are two places the tenders can go to. One is the cable car, and one is some other landing where they bring the coaches and stuff in for the yeah. excursions. Is that correct, Michelle? Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And you don't really know? I mean, Disney has been at the cable car location. I don't think they've ever had to go I don't go think the other so either, one. but you really don't know until you're... I don't know who they send. The other one would be super convenient for excursions. But, like, we were there with, like, four other ships. We were the first ones, I believe. And then, like, it just got filled. There's, And we're talking big ships all in that caldera, all at the old port, so to speak where the cable car and donkeys are. So I don't know who they even send over there. Probably the wonder of the seas is the only ship they send over there. I mean, because class has to go the other side. Yeah. I mean, we were, you know, I've, I've listened to you talk about Santorini and I think right now for Santorini, we're, we're also looking at just a, a, a Disney excursion. That's that would, we definitely, I mean, primarily the whole reason for us to go to Santorini is, is to, is to do the, you know, the social media experience type, type thing right we want to see the blue roofs we want to see the different towns i don't need you know we 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 probably won't take that exact excursion but something that gets us to to the you know the places that 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 you see like you know on the on the tour shows and everything right like i want to see the i want to see the white town with the blue roofs like that's the whole reason to go to santorini right like now we have to go back, Michelle. That's all there is to it. We'll have to go back to Santorini someday. I, just I to... said I would go back on a Greek Isle tour again. Yeah. I told you that. But Well, there's so many different varying um, itineraries that'd be pretty easy to do something a little bit different than what we did before. So someday, without the kids, they don't get to go back. So yeah, Santorini, they, it's got some options. So all right. Next one we're going to talk about, not on your itinerary, but a lot of people go there. We went there, and that's Mykonos, um, also in Greece. And here you have kind of two, three different options, three main options, right? One is what we did. We went over to Delos, which is a no longer inhabited island, which was at one time the financial capital of the world, according to all the historians. It's really hard to visualize it, but... It, huge Greek ruins, huge. Um, temple of... Artemis and Apollo, right? There's both, yeah. mm-hmm. um, which is rare to see both right next to each other. So that's pretty cool. Um, so that's what we did. It was interesting. 
there is also you could do like an island tour you know you get on the bus see the two island hop on hop off see the windmills that sort of stuff the third thing that's very popular there is beaches uh mykonos is where the rich and famous go to play and there's definitely the beaches there there are a lot of these islands don't have necessarily the most amazing beaches a lot of rocky beaches mykonos they got the beaches happening don't they yeah, they really do. Swimsuit um, optional. They're all yes. I was going to say that. Even the yeah. one right there in port that every family walks past. Top optional. Top. Yeah. 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 Got. Yeah. Top half. It's sorry. yeah. And let's watch just, the wind because it's windy. Let's, let's just say it's best that I'm not. Uh, I, I'm not going to any beaches <laughs> for everyone else's safety and concern. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Mykonos is. Definitely interesting. Michelle, would we do the same excursion again? I mean, I I, I definitely don't need to see it again. Um, I if think, I for the, if it was my first time, I don't I don't know. I think it's if you're into history at all, it's a good first time crew. Uh, excursion it is, but if you're not into history, like city tour with a beach break. Yeah, that would probably actually be my recommendation. The ferry is very um, rough, rough. Um, because it's very windy there most of the year. That's why they have windmills, folks. And the it was rough. <laughs> they Disney handed out seasickness medication before you. And left. they like literally like you take this. Like they weren't like this. You might need. No, they no, were like, was like you will take gonna it. Gonna take this now. So I think I was the only one that didn't take anything because I already you know had a patch on. So I was fine. I think I took a nap though. But boy, it was probably the roughest thing I've ever been on. Yeah, and it's just and it's there's no People shade. Screamed there's too. no shade on the island no. oh, because no. ancient ruins yeah. have no shade, by the way, except yeah. for walls, which you so can't get close to. Pack your sunscreen. All but, the sunscreen and a hat, Joe. You'll need a hat. I definitely will need a hat. I would have been good on the show on the island for like an hour, but it was like three hours. Yeah, a lot of history that moves slowly and lots of and, cats. Yeah, the guide talked very slowly, which. Seemed to be like other other guides did too, so it wasn't just ours. So this was a, a big group through the cruise line because um, I was having trouble finding private guides at that time, which is now they're very abundant. I think a private guide, you still ride the same ferry to get over there, but you can move through the island at a pace that suits your party. Like if you have a bunch of questions, they're going to take longer to answer your questions. If you're like, yeah, we kind of want to get to the restaurant sooner rather than later back on the mainland they'll get that done too. So that's one advantage of a private guide, even though sometimes it makes sense to just book through the cruise line. Private guide definitely makes it more personalized. I think we would have benefited from that. We could have gotten a little bit of the best of both worlds, but it just didn't exist when we were doing it. And I also think that the options were limited with the cruise line too, because of Lila's age, your niece's age. Yeah. So. Yeah. But. All right. What's he going to do? Joe's not going to Mykonos. Then why did we talk about it? Because I feel like lots of people go there. We needed to say something. It exists. Fine. Show's I not think, just all about Joe. <laughs> I think the choices that we had, either we could go to Santorini or to go to Mykonos. Or it was Mykonos or Athens. No, Athens. Yeah, yeah. it was Mykonos or Athens. Yeah, which and I, mm, that's a crazy exchange. I think you picked correctly. Yeah. Athens is amazing, as we'll get to in a little bit. All right, but first we got to take a stop in Asia. You're going to another continent, Joe. Another I'm continent. 
Well, yeah, I guess it's right at yeah. the edge there, right? <laughs> yeah, it's Asia. Check. Um, going to Turkey. And it's at Kush. Yeah. I know Kush is the main part of it. Emphasize. Um, I saw the pronunciation, but I can't. Kushadi? Kushadi? Sure. Mm-hmm. I, I'll go with that. That sounds good. Turkey. Going to Turkey. So, um, do you have anything you've already looked at to do in Turkey, Joe? No. Uh, we haven't. I, I saw that there's uh, some nearby ruins you could go to. Uh, we haven't yes, really deeply explored. We haven't deeply explored that port uh, in terms of what we can do there. Um, so that's so, a that's a big question mark for us. There's some very famous ruins really nearby. Um, in Ephesus, I think is how it's pronounced. And I think that's probably the number one attraction for sure. Lots of, lots of excursions to the ruins. And it looks like one of those places that would be crowded and hot. So with crowding and hot, that's where you try to get that private guide that gets you there before all the buses. And, um, you can beat the crowd, beat the heat a little bit. That'd be my recommendation is to go to that um, ancient ruins. But I mean, it's pretty impressive looking ruins. No, no opinion, Michelle. I was so tired by the time we got to this part that I probably. What yeah. the fourth port? We didn't, we didn't actually go to Turkey, but if like, yeah, like switch Mykonos and Turkey. Yeah, when we got we to, Mykonos, to Mykonos, we were exhausted. Yeah, so. So we, we Athens before that. We end up with like, basically like a sea day kind of interspersing everything except for this port. Like we'll be at Santorini the day before, then we go to Turkey, and then the next day we go to Athens. So it's entirely possible that we may just make this a stay on the ship and rest so that we're properly rested for for Athens as well. It just, it depends whether we find something that um, kind of appeals to everyone. I would still get off and just so you could say you've been to Turkey. Yes. <laughs> so, so I step foot, I step foot in Asia. Yes. Okay. Now I can get off. Yeah. Right. Yes. So yes. the, the main um, town is right there by the port, five minute walk to the downtown. So a lot of people do just walk right into town. Um, eat a snack. Grab a keychain. Yeah, sticker. Prove you were there. <laughs> and then go back and have your ice cream and watch Funnel Vision. Uh, lots of Funnel Vision, oh. lots of ice cream. Yeah. So, it and, you know, this area of Turkey was part of Greece. Originally, when you're thinking of the Greek Empire, or, you know, ancient Greece, it was definitely Greece. So that's it. all the same sort of ancient ruins that you're seeing everywhere else. But, you know, Santorini, you're not looking at a lot of ancient ruins. There are some there. Some of the excursions kind of pop in on their little bit of ruins and say, like, and eh, we're moving on. But uh, a lot of the ruins, a lot of the destruction that you see from the ruins in Greece um, is more from earthquakes rather than from other things making them fall down. So, yeah, fun, fun little fact there. All right, so Turkey you know relax got it all right let's move on to athens athens greece it's so pyrus is actually the port 
you don't port right in Athens. How long of a van ride did we have into the city? 40 minutes? We were flying. It, we were off the ship at 7 a.m. And we were we were to the Acropolis before it opened at 8 a.m. So, and that was after stopping to get bottles of water. I know on the way back we all fell asleep. Yeah, I don't know how we long we were it exhausted took me, and it was air conditioned. We were out because uh, it was like a hundred degrees that day. Yeah, well, we had a private guide picked us up right at the port, and like he told us about everything we passed. So that was she. Was it? Yeah, I thought it was the driver. No, the driver was a guy, but we had she was with us the whole way too. Okay. So that was one good thing about our tour guide in Greece is we had a driver and a guide the whole time. Where in Italy, that's true. Your yeah. driver can't guide you, and your guide can't drive you. They they have laws. So your driver takes you to places, and then like you get a different person when you get out of the van to take you through like Pompeii or through the Colosseum. Italy has to complicate things, but the ride was good. So like she filled us with history and, and even and new history. Things. Like hey, yeah. there's this the uh, stadium that was built for the Olympics in '04 and that sort of stuff too. Um, and then you know I think Alden said one thing about LeBron, and then we heard more about the basketball in Greece and that sort of stuff. I think he was making fun of LeBron, but you know we're not LeBron fans, I guess. Anyway, but Athens was really cool. So we were. So one weird little thing about some of the private tours is sometimes you have to buy your tickets separately um, into things. And the Acropolis was one of them. So I actually purchased them the day before on the cruise ship, you know, with, with, with the Wi-Fi package I purchased. So that's one of the annoying things about private guides. But then other times it's like included. When we went to um, the Vatican, they had to buy the tickets when we got there, right? Same thing with, we had to go up and buy the tickets at, yeah, David, um, Pompeii, we had to buy the tickets. Yeah, so that's one of the weird things where with the cruise groups, you just kind of follow the paddle on in. But that's all you're doing is following a paddle. Where private guides, they know your name, your favorite color, date of birth, eye color. I don't know. They know things about you. Um, so Athens, it really worked because we got there, got up the hill, made a lap around the Acropolis, and then we basically were back down. And we could have stayed up there a lot longer. I think, Michelle, you wish we would have. Yeah, we did not have much time at all up there. That's how I felt. We felt a little rushed, which was annoying with a private guide. However, when we got back to the bottom of the hill, I think we saw why I she kept checking her watch and was like, we got to get out of here because it's one way up and the same way down. And all the buses were like parking when we got back to the bottom. There was tons of crowds on the way down, too. We yeah, saw. it took like we had to weave through people. And it was hot. And yeah. At that time, it was already starting to get hot. We're already sweaty. And um, weaving through people to get down. And like the Disney and Royal Caribbean buses just was like one after the other into the giant parking lot at the bottom. And so I think 15 minutes later, it would have been like trying to get down would have felt like a salmon getting upriver to spawn. So private guide 100% in Athens. 
did you have questions, Joe, or did I just No, that's kind of what we were I mean, we were looking at it. I was my concern about the private guide was the distance uh obviously from the port to uh Athens itself, right? Or uh and you know, uh what that would what that would be like in terms of, you know, getting back to the ship on time. It's one of my main concerns, right? Um, the other one is I know that the Acropolis is supposed to be going to timed entrance tickets, maybe to help with the crowding at the top. Mm. And I think yeah. that they were just switching over to that. So, you know, if I've got to try to buy tickets the day before on the ship for a certain window, that's much more difficult than it is for me to just go get on the DCL bus. Right. So I I'm kind of struggling I'm kind of struggling with that portion of what to do in Athens. Yeah, I imagine if it goes to timed entry, that's something that the tour companies will have to start taking care of because they'll want to know what time you're getting in to the attraction. Um, because we we requested the earliest, you know, our ship was supposed to be in at 7. We said, let's start this thing at 7. I know other people that took private guides were like, oh, we'll see you at 10, right? So those are the ones that are pushing the boundary of getting back to the ship. But your private guide is still only booked for like six or seven hours, something like that. So they're going to want to get rid of you. If they started with you at seven, they're tired of you, and they're going to get rid of you well before. We were back to the ship at, what, three? It was early, and we actually drove around a lot and saw We did way more than we wanted to. Is yeah, that we a saw way a changing it? of the guard, and I was like, "The what things are we, we doing? didn't know, we needed to not care about." Yeah. I I saw that that's that's you know one of the things you can do on the DCL excursions, and you know I basically said, "Listen, I want to go to I want to go to the Acropolis. I want to check that box off, and I want to go. There's a a market. What do they call it? The I want to say the Paca, but that may not be correct." Uh, Don't just, remember the name. There's it's something right about there a market, right? Yeah, I want it's wanted... just a street of shops and uh, restaurants. The word market is loosely used there. I just want to do those two things, and then uh, you know, I'll have checked the box for Athens for for this trip, and then you know, maybe I'll expand out on the next trip. Yeah, the uh, museum was phenomenal. the The private guide on the museum was fantastic because they made it much more personal. You could tell she not a fan of the British um, because they stole everything. And so that was, that was interesting. Um, she really brought the museum part of it to life. I thought, and we had, we were kind of museum fatigued and she could tell that. So that was nice. They and can so usually re read what you really want to do. Yeah. I, and then we had lunch kind of, she took us to a restaurant. I was like, here eat. And then uh, we got back in our private van with excellent AC and went to the changing the guard, which was weird. Yeah. And then we saw the, an old Olympic stadium from way long ago and a few other things. So, all right. Athens. There we go. Let's talk about Naples, Joe. You already have something booked in Naples. Yes. I took your recommendation for uh, the tour company. Is it miles and miles? Miles and miles, yeah. It, and it's milesandmiles.net, apparently, not milesandmiles.com. That's a completely different thing. 
Um, okay. But <laughs> um, I, we looked at, uh, there were different excursions there, and I think we selected one. It's kind of long. It's uh, uh, I think you do, um, part of the day you do Pompeii, and part of the day, um, I've got this written down, but there's no way this is right. Uh, there's a there's a town, and I can't remember the name of the town, but it's 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 up the coast some. Now I feel stupid for not. I wrote down Santorini, but it's obviously not Santorini. I think it starts with an S. Um, It'll be a long drive to Santorini. Yeah. So so you get very wet. We're gonna do. Uh, I'm not gonna bring it up and ruin our podcast, but um, it you know it's a it's basically you know part of the day on the Amalfi Coast. Go go see stuff. Okay. Have yeah. lunch. Um, I don't think it includes any vineyards or anything like that. And then we go over to uh, Pompeii and, and get to see Pompeii. Um, we didn't, I don't even know that we really looked at the DCL excursions for, um, Naples. I mean, my, my, I have a couple of big things that I want to do on the trip. And one of them is to go to Pompeii and get the full, uh, full experience and actually, you know, get to listen to the guide and hear the guide and, uh, because we went to, you know, we did a cruise in March and we went to Chichen Itza in Mexico and we could barely hear uh, our tour guide there, right? And it was like one of the things that we wanted to do. I mean, we heard enough so that we got the gist of it, but um, I kind of wish for that excursion that we had gotten, uh, you know, a private guide. So we really got an in-depth experience. So I definitely want to do that for Pompeii. Yeah. And like the other thing is you get to just, pick their brain like you can ask questions that drive the conversation one way or the other one thing about pompeii is you pretty much follow the same path all the it feels like all the guides you're doing the same counterclockwise thing um whether you're with a big group or it's just you can deviate a little bit here and there spend more time in different spots but it seemed like everybody was moving the same direction because you end in the museum that they've built in the last 20 years from my previous visit. Um, but Pompeii is fascinating. Yeah, that was one of the, the highlights of the whole trip for me, actually. So definitely highly recommend it. Don't skip that part. Yeah. We had some friends. You who... can see. Oh, go, go ahead, ahead, Michelle. No, go ahead. I was going to say we had some friends that came back and they, they recommended uh, as well to go see um Herculaneum? Herculon? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. My, my Latin is worse than my English, way. so. <laughs> yeah, that's another site that's right there that's actually, you know, people will say it's better than Pompeii, but it's not as big. So it's uh, it's not far away, and lots of people go there as well. But not the big excursions. You don't see the tour buses so much. Yeah, we might. really cool view of the volcano vesuvius yeah yeah of course you get a good view of it there well i mean we were supposed to go to it and that got we drove up it yeah we did and that we couldn't see anything then because we were in it of it yeah but yeah you can get really really cool pictures from inside pompeii after as you're ready to leave so is it close enough from rome that you could get an someone to like a private guide to pick you up in Rome and take you over to there and back in a yeah, day or it'd be a whole day. Yeah. From Rome. 
there it'd be like going to Florence from Rome, uh, Naples, Rome, Florence kind of lineup. They're about a day apart, like full day excursions. Um, you would spend some decent time in the car. So it's, I mean, it, it'd be easier to take a train first thing in the morning to a local guide than take your train back home to Rome. Um, same thing with Florence. Uh, there's a lot of daily trains, high speed trains that run often enough. That it says it's an hour uh, on the train, on the high speed train. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. which is way faster than driving. So I would, um, if you're in Rome and want to do Florence or Pompeii from Rome, I would uh, ride the train, meet your private guide, then do um, the the thing and then take the train back at night. Yeah. And that's from Rome, not from the cruise port either. Right. From Rome. The cruise port is not connect well connected to the high speed train network. Um, but if you're near the train station in Rome, it'd be pretty easy to get down to Naples. Yeah. I think maybe if we end up with an extra day, maybe we'll, maybe we'll head back down there and uh, check that out if we can. Or yet another trip. Who knows? Go up to Florence, the other option. So about the same distance, roughly, very roughly. People don't get angry on my rough measurements. So, all right. So Naples, we did Vesuvius. It's a mountain. We didn't do it. We got close to it. We didn't. We We were were supposed to do do it. it, But we couldn't get in because the mafia bought all the tickets. No joke. Um that was the story. We sat in like the car for like a half an hour while the guy tried to like. I think he was talking from. to the mafia <laughs> um, to get us tickets. And luckily he didn't because. We were hot and tired. Yeah. We were okay. We didn't we need didn't, to hike up a mountain no. at that point. Again, remember remember my uh, my rule. No active volcanoes. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a rule, Joe. We can, you know. They, they, it literally destroyed towns, Doug. There's museums to this. <laughs> It's correct. Um, our guide said he checked like the seismic readings every morning, and like if he didn't uh-huh. show up to take this on our on our tour, then we know you know mm-hmm. you shouldn't be on the tour. But uh, he like our guide worked for the University of Naples in archaeology. Like he was one of the guys cleaning off the stuff that they're uncovering currently in Pompeii. So you want to talk about? wealth of information we we're not even smart enough to know what questions to ask him type of thing so yeah all right let's move on to rome you get off the ship in rome um what's your plan there um i'm i'm not terrified of logistics isn't the right word but i like to have them nailed down so uh miles and miles offers uh port to uh city transfers so we're going to go with that route and have them pick us up i think in in a private van uh drop us off at our airbnb if it's not ready i know that there's a luggage storage place right around the corner so we'll drop our luggage off and do some stuff uh the next day we booked a vatican uh a vatican tour through them i think in the afternoon um the day after that we're going to do a Colosseum Forum Pantheon tour in the morning. And then morning's a good choice. And then we That's have, 
and then we have the next day that's empty. Uh, and then our, uh, I don't know if we're sleeping or we're going to get, you know, like it's a buffer day in case we miss something or there's some reason we can't do, you know, like they need to move a tour or whatever. We've got, we've got an extra day, uh, in addition to the day that we show up, but, um, and then we, uh, they also offer, um, transfers to the airport. So we've lined up a transfer, uh, to go from our Airbnb to the airport. I think our flights like it. 9 15 in the morning although one place tells me 10 15 one place tells me 9 15 and i can't figure out what they really actually mean by that um uh, that's fun uh, well i'll nail it down eventually and um so we, we lined up the port transfer so i don't have to try to figure out either uh uber or taxi or any of that right we can just walk out there'll be a van waiting for us we throw our luggage in and we leave so that's what we have planned for Rome. Uh, we do, like I said, we do have, we pretty much have two days of, of nothing planned right now. I'm sure we will fill it with, um, you know, going to see all the stuff that we didn't plan tours for or, or whatever we can get in at the time, but, um, eating but, pasta and pizza, that's what you're doing with that time. Uh, I'm sure that, that there will be lots of food consumed, uh, during that time. Yes. But I know we want to go see. What's the what's the fountain? The Trevi Fountain and the oh yeah, we got to go. We got to go see all the all the other tourist stuff, and we got to go see all the art. Yep, we got to go see all the architecture and uh, as much as we can get in. But um, you should go to the catacombs. Should they? No, (laughs) don't do it. Just don't. (laughs) Unless you really like, you know, that kind of thing. Dead people. I don't know. The catacombs was the only place cool in all of Rome. I, I did verify that our Airbnbs have, have air conditioning. And um, I don't remember if I one maybe both of them, we, we, uh, we made sure they had washer dryers too. Um, but, you know, with four days on either end and a nine night cruise, there's definitely got to be some laundry done somewhere in there. Be prepared for it to take four times as long as you think it will. Yeah, most yeah. of those seem to have the the combo unit, and oh, so long. They don't to dry do. anything. What? They don't actually dry. They don't anything. dry things. No. The combo units. They just say they're gonna dry it. And like you can only put like four socks in. So. <laughs> yeah, I suspect. Sorry. I suspect we'll be in the you know, luckily we'll be on the dream and not on the magic and camped out in in front of your uh, your old stateroom washing clothes telling yeah. war stories, right? <laughs> so all right before we wrap up we're going to talk about florence real quick even though you're not stopping in livorno livorno is the port city that um you can transfer to florence you could day trip up to florence lots of very cool things in florence also you can hit pisa on the way from the port to florence or on the train joe so um michelle what did you like in florence um everything i mean you get to see david you did i don't know i like i like just walking around and like because that was our when we went and we were in florence it was like one of the first things we were did in italy that was our yeah our first italian anything and we had a great guide yeah it was just like looking at the architecture and seeing the statues and yeah eating the gelato no i'm not a big gelato person sorry she's not don't hurt me uh, we took some back streets 
in Florence from the Domo down to the, the bridge that's name I forgot until I really prepared. Um, but like, he was like, Hey, look in this window. We saw him carving out things and stuff. So Florence is really cool. Lots of different things to see there. Lots of history. Um, it'd be a great day trip from your, uh, extra day in Rome, Joe. We had, I, I probably mentioned this 86,000 times. We had quite the, um, quite the European trip planned from, uh, we were we were gonna we obviously had a cruise book too, but we were gonna do a Venice, Florence, Rome part before the uh, mm-hmm. before that cruise, and sadly it all went away. But um, we 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 decided to not overly complicate this this cruise, so we were gonna go into Barcelona, be there for a while, do the cruise, and then do Rome for a while, and then and then come back, and then go to do like a separate trip to Florence like later over, you know, like a, like a five day, uh, kind of long weekend deal at some point. So I don't think we're going to day trip out of Rome. Um, but, um, we definitely, uh, definitely need to, uh, get some advice on that when we decide to hit it up. Yeah. I don't think Pisa is worth, um, a day trip. No, that was probably the least, my least favorite thing of the entire trip. We didn't do it on our Greece trip. We did it on our Western Mediterranean. Yeah. And it was really easy to stop, though. Like a lot of the excursions that go to Florence also pit stop in Pisa. And like I remember telling the guy, like, we'll be back in 10. Like, and he looked at me like, huh? Like, we only need 10 minutes here. You got it. I think you were questioning me. You pretty much have to jump out and take the holding the tower up picture and the maybe pinching the tower picture. What else is there? Mm-hmm. That's it. That, then you you walk around the square and you get back in the van and you leave Pisa because it is um, dicey around Pisa. I think that's the nice way to say it. Sure. Yeah. I've heard if so, you, not- you leave with all the stuff you showed up with, you, you had a good trip. You did. You did have a good trip then. So there you go. That's excursions for uh, Joe's Eastern Mediterranean. Look at that. I got both words right. <laughs> Eastern Mediterranean cruise to from Barcelona to Greece back to Rome. So, all right. Do you feel like we helped you at all, Joe? You certainly did. I, I really appreciated Ooh. picking your brains. And uh, we get to record my uh, my European travel ignorance for the entire world to listen to. Of course. Jot that down on our schedule. Yep. You sound pretty, pretty prepared. So, (laughs) all right. Well, if anybody wants to follow Joe on social media, he's at backtothemouse.com. If you're looking for us on social media, we are uh, at rope drop on deck on all of the things, except. Still no TikTok. No, not going to happen. Nope. Um, So any parting words from either, either of you? As I was already ending this and decided to stop. No, Great. I. Uh, okay. <laughs> glad we uh, we 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 kind of covered the swath and the major ports. I feel like. I think we got there. All right. Well, for Joe and Michelle, I'm Doug. This has been another rope drop on deck.